It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Yeah. Yeah, you are a word nerd. Blah. Okay. Top of page 315. The first word is damselfish. D A M S E L F I S H. Noun from 1904. Any of numerous, often brilliantly colored marine fishes living especially along coral reefs, called also demoiselle. I think that's how you pronounce it. Demoiselle. The family name of these brilliantly colored marine fishes is Pomacentridae. Maybe we'll post a picture of a damselfish so you can see what it looks like. Sound effect will be... Mm. Damselfly is next. Noun from 1815. Any of numerous odonate insects... Distinguished from dragonflies by laterally projecting eyes and usually stalked wings folded above the body when at rest. Wait, that's how are they different than dragonflies? I thought that dragonflies' eyes also projected and also were stalked. Wait, stalked. Stalked wings, not stacked. I don't know what I said. Hmm. So maybe we need a comparison of dragonflies and damselflies. Either one, both of them fly. One of them's a dra- Ooh, ew, ooh, interesting. I never thought about that. Does the stereotypically the dragon will take the damsel in fantasy stories? Hmm, I, that must be why they did this. Interesting. The suborder of these flies is Zygoptera or Zygoptera. Something about wings. Zygo Hmm. That makes me think uh, zygo, like a like a, a single-celled organism, a very small thing that's going to grow into something bigger. Huh, interesting. Maybe we'll add some more information in the show notes. Next. Damson. Noun from the 14th century. The small tart fruit of a widely cultivated Asian plum tree. Also just... This tree. The scientific name is Prunus incititia. Wait, what? Incititia. Or is it incititia? One of those. Uh, this is from the Latin Prunum Damascanum, which literally means plum of Damascus. Next is Dan. Capital D-A-N, first form, the name. I should have had my friend Dan. I have. I know many people named Dan, but there's one in particular I should have had on this episode. Dan, I'm sorry, would you like to say a little thing here? <laughs> All right. This is a noun from before the 12th century. A son of Jacob and the, the traditional eponymous ancestor of one of the tribes of Israel. This is from the Hebrew Dan, with a horizontal line over the A, and I don't know how that makes it be pronounced differently. Is it Don? Dan? Son of Jacob. 
Second form of Dan, noun from the 13th century. This one is archaic, and the synonyms are master and sir. That is interesting. This is from the Middle English, or it is Middle English. It means title of members of religious orders. And it is from the Latin dominus, which means master. So somehow that turned into Dan. Hmm, that is interesting. Third form of Dan is an abbreviation for one, Daniel. (laughs) And two, Danish. Probably the country, the language, the people. Maybe not the country. The language, the people, and the pastries. I would love a cheese Dan. Next is uh, Dania. Is that how you say No, Danae. I think that is how you say it. Danae. Capital D-A-N-A-E. And there is an umlaut over the E, the two dots. I don't know if I have ever seen an umlaut over an E, but maybe somewhere. Noun from 1562. Danae. Danae. I think that is it. It is a princess of Argos visited by Zeus in the form of a shower of gold and by him the mother of Perseus. I feel like that could have been worded better. So the mother of Perseus was with Zeus and they visited a princess in Argos named Danae. It's like Dana. Danae. Hmm. Do we need to learn more about her? What 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 else did she do? Other than get visited by Zeus, who was in the form of golden showers. Danazol. Danazol, I think is how you say it. Noun from 1974. A synthetic androgen, C22, H27, NO2, that inhibits the release of gonadoptrins... Gonad, gonadotropins, gonadotropins, gonadotro, gonad, gonad, it's a birthday, gonadotropins, by the pituitary gland and is used especially to treat endometriosis. The danazol is perhaps an anagram of and the AND from androgenic, androgenic, the A-Z-O-L-E from Isozazol. There's an X in there. Isozazol, which is the compound C3H3NO. So A-N-D-A-Z-O-L-E. Well, it can't be an anagram because... Oh, no, not the L. The A-Z-O-L. So, yeah, technically it is. Uh, But that's a weird way to make a word. Let's just take these three letters... These four letters, let's mix them up. Just make a little soup out of them. Mix it up. See what happens. It's like alphabet soup. Let's see what comes up. Danazol. Next is the first form of the word dance. Dance, dance, baby, dance. Oh, yeah. It is a verb from the 14th century, starting with intransitive one. To engage in or perform 
a dance. I wonder if one of these definitions is going to be the definition from the movie Wally when they're dancing in the sky, space. Uh, yeah. I wonder what it says. I don't remember. Maybe we'll find a clip. Put it in. Number two. To move or seem to move up and down or about in a quick or lively manner. Transitive, one, to perform or take part in as a dancer. Two, to cause to dance. Dance, damn it. Number three, to bring into a specified condition by dancing. What's that? To bring into a specified condition. What What do you bring in into a certain kind of condition by dancing? How Can you create matter from dancing? Does it have that power? Danceable. <laughs> that is an adjective. That is a really good word. <laughs> danceable. The floor at the wedding was danceable. What is danceable? It's a, a dance is danceable. That is a damn good word. Dancer, noun. It's a phrase. Dance attendance means to attend in an eager and servile manner, as in a celebrity used to having people dance attendance on him. To attend in an eager... Your servants, they're doing the dance attendance, the attendance dance. They're the attendants. They're dancing for you because you can. Dance. Third form, no, second form of dance, noun from the 14th century. One, an act or instance of dancing. It's a dance. Number two, series of rhythmic and patterned bodily movements usually performed to music. Three, a social gathering for dancing. Let's go to a dance and do a dance. Swing your partner round and round. Four, a piece of music by which dancing may be guided. The music guides the dance. I uh, I actually have a freelance gig going on right now, which was recording a dance, uh, dances by different groups, different age groups. And um, it's just so interesting how the... That it's not something that I really thought of before, but the uh, the music guides, like we said, it guides the dance. The dan- and this very makes total sense. It's total common sense. It's not like I'm saying anything fancy, but it's just it was just something that I hadn't really thought of in those terms before. Whatever the music is, you're gonna you're gonna adjust your dance accordingly, whatever that means to you. So uh, the piece of music. This is the definition again. The piece of music by which dancing may be guided. The dancing is guided by the music. Five, the art of dancing. We need to do more dancing, I think. Dance card is next. Two words. Noun from 1895. One, a card listing partners for scheduled dances. Oh, who'd you get on the dance card? Is that what they said? Number two, A calendar of engagements is your dance card. Ooh, interesting. I wonder if that was, if that comes from like actual dance, uh, scheduled dances that people would schedule their social time around the dances. And then it just became your general calendar of engagements. 
maybe maybe our instead of a calendar, we should call those little pocketbook things or whatever, call them a dance card. Next is dandelion. D-A-N-D-E-L-I-O-N. Dandelion. Noun from the 14th century. Any of a genus of yellow-flowered composite herbs with milky sap. Is that what they use to make the tea? I've never, never seen the sap of a dandelion. But especially one sometimes grown as a pot herb and nearly cosmopolitan as a weed. The genus name is Taraxacum. And then the especially one is the, the species name is Taraxacum officinale or something like that. Okay, this is from the Anglo-French. I don't know how to say this. Don't le don't de Lyon, maybe. It literally means lion's tooth. So you can think about that the next time you look at a dandelion. I didn't actually think the word lion meant anything in that word, but now it turns out like it does. Uh, I don't know. Lion's tooth? I don't know about that. Interesting. Man, I used to pop the heads off those things all the time. There was a phrase that you'd say, and the head popped off. Yeah, that was the thing we did as a kid. We. Okay, there is a picture of a dandelion. It's got a couple of leaves. They're very kind of pokey looking. One's medium, one's long. There are four dandelions at four different stages. Looks like they go in order, I think. Uh, the left one, it's not in color, but the left one is yellow. It sort of looks like the, uh, the yellow leaves. That's the shape of it. The next one looks like as the yellow pieces... I'm not sure about the order here. I'm just going to say what I think. Okay, the third one looks like when the yellow closes up, what happens is it's the yellow leaves. They get uh, fertilized by the bees. That's not the right word. And uh, then they close up for shop for business. It's like a caterpillar. It's metamorphosizing. It closes up. This looks like the third one. It's kind of like in a cylindery shape. And it's changing on the inside. And then it opens up. And this is the fourth one. It opens up into a glorious ball of fluff. It's so fluffy all around. And then you can make a wish and blow your hot air at it. And then they go flying. And everybody loves them. And then this fourth one, it's, which is really the second stem, it looks like... After you've blown all the fluffies away, this is what's left. That's what this one looks like. That's a dandelion. Dander is next. Noun from 1786. One. The synonym is dandruff. Dander and dandruff. I feel like usually dander is for animals and dandruff is for humans. Specifically, minute scales from hair, feathers, or skin that may be allergenic. Some people might be allergic to them. Got to keep that dander away. Number two, synonyms are anger and temper, as in, now don't get your dander up. Don't do it. 
Yeah, it's just an alternative of dandruff. Next is dandiacal. Dandiacal? Dandiacal. D-A-N-D-I-A-C-A-L. Adjective from 1831 of relating to or suggestive of a dandy. Dandy and a cal, dan. Oh, it's from dem and. Oh, yep, it's just dad. Dan. Dandiacal. How do you use this in a sentence? Of relating to or suggestive of a dandy. What kind of dandy are we talking about? There's different kinds of dandies. That'll be in tomorrow's episode. Hey, there's the last word. I see it. I see it in the distance. Do 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 do. It is dandy. Dinmon, Dandy Dinmon Terrier. I think I may have said that right. I think it's French. Dandy is capital D-A-N-D-I-E. Second word, capital D-I-N-M-O-N-T. Dinmon. Dinmon? Dinmon. Dandy Dinmon Terrier. Or Mont. Okay, noun from 1875. Any of a breed of terriers characterized by short legs, a long body, pendulous ears, a rough coat, and a full silky top knot. They are the hipsters of the terrier world. I think we need to find a picture of a dandy Dinmont terrier and post it on the social media. The name is from Dandy Dinmont. Character owning six such dogs in the novel Guy Mannering by Sir Walter Scott. Did they make the dog because of the book? Or did the dogs exist? But what were they called before the character had the dogs? Oh boy, what happened? Okay, the words we had damselfish, uh, interesting. Damselfly, fine. Damson. Uh, so fruit. Dan is the son. Dan is the master. Dan is the Danish. Danae, princess of Argos. Danazol is that thing. Dance, dance. Maybe. Dance card. Oh, we skipped one. D and C. Oh, well, this is highly appropriate for right now. Not the first time this has happened. Apologies for missing this. You would have never known, probably. Just want to make sure I didn't miss anything else. I don't think I did. Okay. Before we choose the word of the episode, D and C, the the, the two letters are capitalized. It is an abbreviation for dilation and curatage. So let's let's just take a moment and break this down a little bit we are going to break some rules i think going to make sure that i'm spelling this correctly curatage i i have a i have a memory of this word and i just want to make sure i get it right yes a surgical instrument using a surgical instrument to perform curatage on okay that's that and then dilation we're fairly close to this again i've got a pretty good idea just want to confirm my suspicions. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I really needed to confirm that one. So this is the process that is used. This is the tiniest little bit that I know, and I don't know a lot. 
This is the process that is used when an abortion happens. Maybe they use other processes depending on the context, but I believe this is the most common one. And of course, this is, I mean, we, do, we don't need to go into the specifics, but clearly we're living at a time when the ability to have this happen for a variety of reasons uh, is going away quickly and terribly. So, uh, you know what, we might just have to pick this as the word of the episode because more discussion needs to happen about all of this and uh, just hope that that happens. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. All right, we are going to end this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, how did this episode get so short? Did I not talk enough? Just kidding. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. Goodbye.